Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk, with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. A beloved teacher of the Course who has helped thousands learn how to express their beliefs from moment to moment in their everyday lives. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace, through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Hello, everybody. It's so good to be with you. I love the opportunity to be with you by means of this radio show. I love that we live in this time where we can literally transcend time and space in order to be together. It's profoundly fulfilling. And since all minds are joined, when we join together with a purpose of healing and transformation, transcendence, we're truly benefiting all of our brothers and sisters, all sentient beings. Oh, and that is so wonderful, so purposeful. I was sharing over the weekend that my answered prayer was to be able to live a life of service, to really be able to uh, support myself in giving a life of service or to allow the divine to support me, allow life to support me. And so that I could live a life of service. That's truly my heart's desire. I feel such a joy when there's a clean uh, exchange where I can simply share from the heart. And this radio show affords me the opportunity to do that. So I'm grateful. I'm grateful for our partnership in it. And as I say all the time, it is the quality of the listening that determines the quality of the show. And I always notice that uh, more and more people are listening with such a high intention to be the love in their lives. So let's start with a prayer. I'm going to invite you to place your hand on your heart as I am doing. And take a breath of gratitude. Steeping ourselves. In this high vibration of gratitude, giving thanks for our life. Even when it can feel difficult and challenging, there's such opportunity in that very moment. Such opportunity for healing. And we're claiming it right now by giving thanks for our life. Giving thanks that we're in fellowship together right now. And we're in fellowship with everyone else who's participating by listening, whenever <laughs> they listen. Oh. So another breath of gratitude, and we're consciously lifting our vibration up above any sense of separation, lack, or limitation into the high, 
high vibration of love and gratitude, we invoke the higher Holy Spirit self into our awareness, consciously remembering that we are never alone. We're always in divine partnership with all of life. And that in every single moment, there is divine guidance, divine inspiration, divine support and love fully and completely surrounding us. We literally live in a field of love, intelligence, beauty, healing, wholeness, harmony, wisdom, clarity, purity. And so in this moment, we're consciously choosing to remember our true identity as the perfect givers and receivers of love. As light beings, we invoke divine grace into every nook and cranny of our awareness, into every aspect of our being, shining the light of love, divine grace, truth into thoughts of the past. And simply aligning with love and compassion right now. Breathing deeply. We step into the heart of love fully together. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone because we're one with them and we let it be. And so it is. Amen. Amen, amen. Mm. And just while I'm thinking of it, I'm going to let you know that if you go to the unity.fm website, you can get the link there to download the app for your smartphone. So if you're like me, you have an iPhone, you have a smartphone, you can get the app for your phone so you can listen to Unity Radio uh through your phone so that that's a nice thing to be able to do when you're in the car or <clears throat> wherever you are you're standing online at the bank and also at iTunes if you search for my name in iTunes you can definitely find <clears throat> this show and other things that you can also download to your smartphone so there are podcasts and a podcast for this show and all of that totally free available uh with your smartphone. So, just another way to transcend time and space.
So this week, we are talking about living masterfully, which is uh, my passion. <laughs> and uh, I have a year-long course that I offer that starts every January. It's called Masterful Living. And uh, quite an amazing experience to be uh, in that class with everyone, people from all over the world. And it's powerfully transformative. And setting this intention to be masterful has been so profound for me. One of the things that I do every year is I set an intention for the year. I set an intention for the year. And this year, my intention was to be of service. And it has been uh, an extraordinary year of being of service. And I'm so grateful, so grateful to live my answered prayer and to be able to give away so many classes and so many things and to share and be in the flow of prosperity and abundance in terms of the wisdom just pouring forth and being able to share it with the people I love, which basically is everyone in my life, everyone that I'm connected with. And so for me, it's extremely helpful to have a focused intention, an overarching intention about my personal growth. So really, this year, it was about seeing my whole life as an act of service. And for years, I have energized uh, this idea that I got from Mohandas K. Gandhi, Mahatma Gandhi, which he said, my life is my message. My life is my message. I love that thought. And the one that I energize is my life is my ministry. My life is my ministry. And for me, being a minister and living a life that is a ministry, a life that is of service is my joy. Because then I'm in the flow of giving and receiving all of the time. So for me, part of living masterfully is recognizing that I'm fully funded all the time. My nature is to be prosperous and abundant. My nature is wisdom. It is clarity. It is purity. It is harmony. And that these spiritual qualities of life are the field in which we live. Because it can feel at times like those spiritual qualities elude us, that we are separate from them, but we are never separate from them. We are always united with them. However, if we are thinking thoughts of I'm not good enough or that one isn't good enough or I don't have, then we're going to experience that. What I notice right now is this quickening that we're all experiencing. It is that the quickening in that we are seeing our thoughts made manifest with greater and greater speed. There is this sense that the veil is thinner, that the vibration is higher, and we are more available to be the highest expression of love and light. So in this life experience that we're having, As the Course says, all thought produces form at some level. And when we're experiencing that form, 
that our thought has taken in the form of our experiences, in the form of our feelings, in the form of our relationships and our finances. When we're experiencing the form our thought has taken, it's the opportunity to choose wisely, to choose love, to choose patience and kindness. So this is where we're living right now, at a time when our thoughts are manifesting and demonstrating with amazing speed. So it's our impetus right now. It's our divine opportunity to choose (laughs) this day whom we will serve, God or the ego. We're going to take a break here. I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to Living A Course in Miracles. Thank you for tuning in for Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. Here is your host, Reverend Jennifer Hadley. So we're back. I really appreciate you tuning in and sharing with me, joining our minds together in an awakened <laughs> awareness of love. And so walking this path of mastery. I What I know right now is what I was saying before is that all thoughts produce form at some level and we are seeing the form of our thoughts more quickly than ever before. I mean, truly, I notice that if I have an appointment or a meeting and I'm not feeling mm, entirely up to it and I think, well, I wish I didn't have to go to that meeting today, it will be canceled. So I have learned that I have to be super, super careful with every single thought that I think. And for me, the greatest gift that I have given myself in this life is to be disciplined in my thinking and to consciously release the habits of thinking thoughts that do not serve me. Now, what I know, because I've been a science of mind minister in the Agape community since 2006 and a practitioner since 2000, and in these teachings for 26 years, I started with Eric Butterworth back around 85 So I've been in this new thought teaching for a long time. And we all know that the basic thought here is all is one and our thoughts are creative. Our thoughts create. And we all know that. And any one of us that's been studying new thought for any length of time could teach a little workshop on that, teach a little class on that. And we probably do with our friends and our family and ourselves on a daily basis. And for, I mean, I was a minister, I was a practitioner, so I was, I had the seal of approval, I had the badge, I took the class, I got the t-shirt, I got the, all the stuff, and yet, one day, I literally realized, with absolute clarity, that I gave myself permission, over and over again, day in and day out, to think thoughts that were destructive, to think thoughts that would create the circumstances and the form of my life that I did not truly want to see. 
And so I was not walking my talk. I was in a living contradiction. And I decided to become masterful. I decided to align with wisdom. And so for me, I, I began to carry this intention to be immaculate, to be pristine, to be heart and mind congruent, so that every part of my being was aligned with love at every moment of every day. And as I've said a number of times, it kicked my butt because I became supremely aware of just how often I would go into blame and shame and criticism and resentment, judgment and opinion, fear, doubt, worry. Now, there is this old paradigm, if you will, this old belief system that we can go to God and say, fix me, heal me, make me better. Take the fear out of my mind. Give me my stuff. Give me this that I want and give me that that I want. Give me, give me, give me. And in each and every moment that we're saying, give me, give me, give me, making God our messenger boy, making God a delivery service, making God do our bidding, if that's our approach, we're going to create a lot of suffering in our life because it's out of alignment with the truth of our being, which is we are here to download the kingdom, to represent the kingdom. Not to send the the kingdom on a shopping errand. (laughs) But you see, we've been taught. We've been taught these patterns of entitlement. We've been taught these patterns of expectation and begging and unworthiness and all of these different patterns. And it is our responsibility, it is our ability to respond to the divine impetus that is every moment that we're cultivating when we decide to be masterful. So, taking a deep breath right now and recognizing that we don't have to figure out how to become masterful. We don't have to figure that out. Phew! But we do have to decide that's what we're interested in. I believe that part of why we're having this human experience is that we had a deep desire to experience this process of creation, to be like our creator, so that we could... Love God even more fully by knowing ourselves as the creator. So the tiny mad idea to me is that we could experience what it feels like to be the creator by having this 3D experience where all of our thoughts are producing form. And part of the divine experiment, if you will, is that we would think we were totally separate from God. And we would have the opportunity, got to have the opportunity to to experience 
the separation in the mind, which isn't real, so that we could see whom we would serve, what would we choose. Some people in the Course in Miracles world believe that we're being punished, in a sense, for wanting to be separate. Wanting to be separate. I actually do not believe that that is true. I believe that we had this intention, collectively, to create an experience of separation that isn't real, so we could value the unity even more. That's why I think in the Course it says it's a tiny mad idea at which we forgot to laugh. So what happened was we got into this sense of separation and we began to believe it is real. We began to choose to value the separation, to value the body in such a way that we got caught into a whirlpool of sensation and separation. And now we're finding our way back. And the good news is that we're not actually separate. And that there is learning that we're sharing with the collective. And every time we make a choice for love, it benefits everyone. All boats rise on this holy tide of love that we are choosing. So I'd like to point everyone to this uh, section in Chapter 2. And uh, it is called Cause and Effect. I think it's very valuable to read it over and over and over and over on a, on a daily basis until you totally understand it. So chapter 2, section 7, cause and effect, page 31. And I'm actually going to jump to paragraph 4, which is on page 32. And we're talking here about fear and mastery. So it says... It has already been said that you believe you cannot control fear because you yourself made it. And your belief in it seems to render it out of your control. So many of us, when we feel afraid, we try to control it. Uh, I know I hear sometimes people who are coaches and counselors talking about learning good coping skills with fear. And for me personally, being able to cope with fear is not at all masterful. We are instead more interested in healing, transcendence, and right use of our our mind. So instead of trying to control the fear, we're looking at what does it really mean. It says here, Any attempt to resolve the error through attempting the mastery of fear is useless. So if we're trying to master fear, we are engaged in a useless activity. In fact, it asserts the power of fear by the very assumption that it need be mastered. So if we're trying to cope with fear, master fear, overcome fear, we are affirming the validity of of that experience. The true resolution rests entirely on mastery through love. Mastery through love. In paragraph 5, it says, Fear is really nothing, and love is everything. Whenever light enters darkness, the darkness is abolished. 
what you believe is true for you. So the masterful person is aware that the darkness has no power. Talking about mastery through choosing love. Yep, I'm here. Can you not hear me? I am here. <laughs> oh, we're having technical difficulties this morning. Mercury is retrograde and uh, we are talking about mastery. So in A Course in Miracles here on page 30 in the text, chapter 2, it talks about page 32 (laughs) we're talking about attempting the mastery of fear is useless there's absolutely no point there's no point in trying to master fear so when we are experiencing darkness and we are coming up to the solstice here so it feels sometimes like we are in the muck and the mire at this time of year. There, there is a, a less sunlight. Many of us are affected by that. And we are very affected by the thought patterns related to the holidays and our family. So if you think about the patterns that get ignited, the mental patterns that get ignited, when we have disappointing family experiences over the holidays and we go into judgment, we go into fear of judgment, we, the mind goes traveling into disappointment and re-experiencing the old hurts, the old resentments, the old regrets, the old guilt, the old blame, the old shame, all of that gets stirred up when our families come together. Anything that's unresolved unhealed comes up for healing it's so important part of being masterful is recognizing that when we feel distressed when the pot is stirred it's not because we've done something wrong and it's not because something bad is happening to us we are not victims of circumstance and we are not victims of the past when there is a sense of turmoil and distress we can choose to be masterful we align with the higher self the higher self knows the way so when things are up for healing this is good news it's not fun news it's not pleasant news might not be joyful news but what it is is the opportunity to heal things once and for all. The good news is we don't have to figure out how to heal. We don't have to figure it out. This is the higher self. We give that responsibility. We give the sense of heavy lifting that the pain and the suffering can sometimes bring into our mind. We give all that heavy lifting to the higher self, the holy self, the holy spirit self. And we choose love. Love is the healer. This is being masterful. It's so simple. And what we do as spiritual seekers so often is we are looking outside of ourselves for the healer. And we are looking to 
get a magic formula in a book or a class that will help us discover the key to our healing. Love is the healer. The key is not outside of us. The key is in the kingdom, which is within. And when we seek that key of love and light within ourselves, all else will be added unto us. So for me, this path of mastery is about having the discipline, the mental, emotional, physical, spiritual discipline to remember our true identity as love and light. So we can do this in fellowship. This is why I love to share. Because every time I'm in this sharing, I am remembering. We teach what we need to learn. To me, teaching is sharing. There's no point in trying to manage and cope with fear. Love is our healer. So in this moment right now, we can choose love. We don't have to figure out how. Simply, I choose love. I choose love and love chooses me. I am awake and available to love. And I am grateful and thankful to share the benefits with you, my sacred holy friend. We'll be right back. In just a couple of minutes, you're listening to Jennifer Hadley, Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk on Unity Online Radio. Attention, spirit seekers. Have you seen the new Unity magazine? It has a bold, fresh look and is filled with content to support you on every step of your spiritual journey. Each bi-monthly issue of Unity Magazine is read by people like you who are seeking answers to spiritual questions about relationships, meditation, divine potential, and more. Inside, you will find a wealth of news from the Unity Movement, inspirational articles, reviews on the latest spiritual books, and interviews with renowned spiritual teachers. To subscribe to Unity Magazine, go to www.unitymagazine.org. Unity Magazine is also available in most Unity Church bookstores. Join us as we discover the leading edge of Unity thought, expand our consciousness, and experience a greater oneness with Spirit. Have you ever considered that everything you think and say is a prayer to the universe? Are you sending a positive or negative message? Join Rev. Beverly Molander and her guests on Affirmative Prayer, Activating the Power of Yes, to find out how you can activate your own power of yes. Using affirmative prayer or positive intention can make a big difference in the way you think, feel, and live. If you want help moving from chaos to clarity in relationships, health, prosperity, or work, this is the place for you. We'll have some how-to suggestions about how you can say yes more often from this point forward. Talk with Beverly Molander and her guest live every Monday at noon central, 1 p.m. Eastern. Affirmative prayer, activating the power of yes, only on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. been listening to Living a Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk 
with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. If you have a question or comment about today's program, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, visit us on Facebook at A Course in Miracles Pledge, where you can join with the community of like-minded people who have pledged to live A Course in Miracles every day, in every way. Now, back to Living A Course in Miracles, Walking the Talk. We're talking about being masterful and not going into coping and managing with fear. <laughs> and these are the habits of self-medication. And uh, they're very popular. And trying to talk ourselves out of the fear, it's actually not that complicated. It's about choosing love and willingness to choose love. So the invitation I'm giving you today is to look at Next time you feel afraid, and maybe right now there is something that's giving you cause for anxiety, for worry. Remember, you're never upset for the reason you think you are. Just notice, in your mind, are you holding on to judgments and opinions? So in other words, do you hold attack thoughts? Do you give yourself the right to attack others with your thoughts? Do you give yourself the right to attack yourself with your thoughts? If you do, the natural byproduct of that is fear. So being masterful is taking dominion. And how do we do that? We align with love. It's so simple. It's really in the moment. That's why when I do the prayers at the beginning and the end of the show, I invite you to take breaths of gratitude with me, to place your hand on your heart with me, to get connected into the heart. So many people who study A Course in Miracles can get very mental about it. And they're up in their mind. They're, they're up in their head. And they're reciting things, thinking that they know them. People do that all the time. They get into this place of they think that they know the teaching just because they could mentally repeat it back to you or because they've studied it, they've read it. So people will say, oh, yes, I know that you can't master fear, you can't cope with fear successfully, that love is the healer. I know that. And really what they're saying is I've heard that before. I've heard it before. doesn't mean that they know it. Just hearing something doesn't mean you know it. For years and years and years, I had studied and understood, so I thought, the law of cause and effect. But I was still making myself miserable by choosing thoughts of judgment, anger, and attack, and giving myself permission to attack myself and my loved ones, my friends and neighbors, with my thoughts. And then thinking that the fear that I felt, the anxiety that I felt about my finances and my relationships and my body was all a result of the circumstances of my life. I'm afraid about my finances because of the dollar amount in my bank account. I'm afraid about my body because the dollar, the rather the number on the scale. I'm uh, worried and anxious about my relationship because of how long it's been since my loved one called me. 
Well, once I was really willing to become masterful and release the attack thoughts and no longer give myself any permission to attack anyone for any reason, including myself, then the fear began to subside. And so right now at the time of the holidays, a lot of old resentments, hurts, disappointments, upsets, are getting reactivated. And the thought is, oh no, here we go again. I'm being hijacked by these challenging relationships. I'm being hijacked by the unhealed stuff. But there is a more masterful way to look at it. There's a more masterful way to perceive it. Think of it this way. If you have an old wound that got infected. There's something in there that is stuck in there that needs to be pulled out like a piece of shrapnel, some sand, some dirt. And so you're having a a systemic infection. Your whole system is infected in some way. Your whole system is in some way ill. It's being affected by that one piece of grit, dirt, error, foreign substance that is not your true nature. Do you want to be able to cover it up? Do you want to be able to cope and manage it? Do you want to self-medicate it? Is that masterful? No. What's masterful is to say, okay, you know what? Let's shine a light in there, see what it is, and pluck it out. (laughs) And then the real healing, the permanent lasting healing can happen, which will benefit the whole system, not just that area that's infected. The whole system now will have all the resources of the system to live a life of wholeness and harmony and love. But you see, many people aren't willing to do this work. They are not willing to give up their attack thoughts. And that is why I share so frequently, so often. That is why I create classes that act like a spiritual circle, a container, where everyone is doing the same work so we can do it together and we spiral up together. Because it is not easy to do this work. We get triggered all day, every day. But when there is a, a, a community... And that's what's so beautiful about A Course in Miracles is we're a community. But what, be on the lookout for when you think you know something just because you're familiar with those words, just because you're familiar with that thought. If you aren't living it, if you aren't walking that talk, then the truth of the matter is you don't actually know it and understand it, which doesn't mean that you're bad or wrong. It means that you haven't gone all the way with it and there is something more for you. So for me, I understood the law of cause and effect or so I thought. But I didn't because I wasn't living it. So right now, I'm going to just go to the um, section on fear and conflict, which I love so much. And it immediately precedes the section on cause and effect. So we're in chapter two here.
Fear and Conflict is Section 6, and Cause and Effect is Section 7. In Paragraph 3 of Fear and Conflict, which is on page 29, Paragraph 3, it says, it is pointless to believe that controlling the outcome of misthought can result in healing. When you are fearful, you have chosen wrongly. That is why you feel responsible for it. You must change your mind, not your behavior. And this is a matter of willingness. So if you are managing and coping with your experience of fear, if you are trying to change the circumstances of your life in order to feel better, then you have forgotten that the root cause is your thinking. So it's not necessarily that your thinking caused the illness. It's not necessarily that your thinking caused the bankruptcy. It's not necessarily that your thinking caused the divorce because sometimes these things are there to help us overcome a thought pattern that we have had for lifetimes, lifetimes and lifetimes. So it might not be a thought that you started thinking in this lifetime. It might be a pattern that you've had for a very long time. So what we're doing here in Walking the Talk, Living a Course in Miracles, is we're getting out of the need to figure it out. We don't have to figure it out. We choose love. Love is the healer. So right in this moment when there's a feeling of distress, How can you choose love and embody love? Be the love. Your willingness is all that's required. You don't have to figure it out. So I'm inviting you to place your hand on your heart once again with me and take a deep, deep breath of gratitude. So grateful and so thankful that we can give any feeling of heavy lifting to the higher Holy Spirit self so grateful and so thankful that it is our nature to be inspired, to be in spirit. So grateful and so thankful that divine grace is always available to us. And we are in this moment choosing love, choosing the loving thought, the grateful thought. In gratitude, we share the benefits with everyone and we joyfully let it be. And so it is. Amen. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, thank you. And if you'd like more, check out jenniferhadley.com. We're going to be masterful all year together in 2012. I love you. Have a great, great week.